Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, RingCentral makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at RingCentral.com. RingCentral. Simpler communications. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. You're listening to the Sports Scramble Podcast, where four friends serve up a weekly plate of sports with a side of SEC bias. Now, here are your hosts, Chet, Jacob, Wade, and Tyler. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Sports Scramble Podcast brought to you by Belly Up Sports. I'm your host, Chet, joined with all of the co-hosts this week. Tyler, Jacob, and the long-lost friend, Wade. How is everyone doing? Doing all right. Doing well. Good to be back. I was on a uh, sports sabbatical. I got all the new knowledge for everyone. I got new opinions, new beliefs, so ready to spread them. There we go. Yeah, and your Gamecocks got new life. They're making it go into a nice bowl game after a big upset win over Clemson. So, Yeah, absolutely. They got – um. I saw on Twitter that the Citrus Bowl tagged South Carolina after the win. And I don't know if they thought that LSU was going to lose to Texas A&M. LSU might have fallen into that bowl game. But uh, if they already have an agreement, then it's not not too far-fetched that the Gamecocks could be down in Orlando. Well, I did bolt my bowl prediction today. So I got uh, South Carolina going to actually to the Rely Quest Bowl. In, okay. Tampa. in Tampa, where the, I was like, where the heck is the Relia Quest Bowl? They did. It's, uh, it's the formerly known as the Outback Bowl, but they got a they got a sponsor, so you know. Uh, well, games. now they One can't do the no shrimp and onion shrimp. That's Man. why I always root for the SEC in that bowl <laughs> game because SEC was always blooming onion. 
Well, and even the the coconut shrimp's a much better like appetizer value wise. So I'm yeah. surprised. And it was always yeah, the SEC if they win, which the majority of the time they did. You got some fried mm-hmm. onions, like woo, whoop de do. Hey, go. don't be hating on. The, yeah, on let's that. talk about some like free steak, maybe some free ahi tuna. Nah, man, nothing's better than bread. Uh, a whole onion tossed in the deep fryer and cut in slices, and then you get, have a heart attack afterwards. <laughs> yeah, really. We uh we got Jacob toting some Penn State gear. It's the only only team, well, I guess besides South Carolina, that actually didn't let us down this week. Us LSU fans were heartbroken. Yeah, all my but, teams let my let me down. You my fantasy teams. Yeah, it was it was not a good week for us. Uh, Jacob, you were up. You went. Did you go to the game? I know you went to the basketball game. No, I went to the basketball game the night before. Uh, I did not go to the game. Uh, I started heading back home yesterday, uh, around lunchtime. So I did not get a chance to go. The game was at four o'clock. Uh, potentially, if the game was earlier in the day, maybe, uh, maybe would have gone. But it was. Uh, it was a game I'm glad I wasn't there for because I would have been pulling my hair out for three quarters because the scoreboard uh, definitely did not play into what uh, happened through the first yeah. three quarters. So I think uh, I- I'm just happy to see a new era come in uh, next year. So I'm excited to see what what's on the horizon. Yeah, um, I had the opportunity to go to the LSU Texas A&M game, and I'm glad I did not go either. <laughs> yeah, good call. Uh, of course, NASCAR Neil went, and what happened? We lost. I, I don't. I don't think he broke the curse against Arkansas because we played terrible against Arkansas. So he actually <laughs> he, he broke texted it. me. He broke it that he left the stadium early, and then we scored, and then we scored again. And I was like, Neil, why didn't you leave it? Oh man, man. What he's not helping his cause. <laughs> yeah, so. But besides that, how was y'all's Thanksgiving? Way did you have a, a good one traveling around the country? I did. Yes, I was in South Louisiana. And then up in Dallas over actual Thanksgiving, um, good food, good football all weekend. I was really pumped after South Carolina won. Um, I did not watch the LSU game, but I kind of assumed we would win. Uh, but I'm not going to let it ruin the weekend. It was good to see the Gamecocks win. And uh, I guess that whole theory about when LSU loses, the Saints win and vice versa. I guess that theory doesn't count either. So we can, let, that, we can lay that, that one to rest. That street last week. Ah, yeah. yeah. When they both won. Yeah. Well, they both lost this week. Uh, Saints couldn't really get anything done. I actually want to talk about the Saints. (laughs) That's just a dumpster fire. Well, we'll we'll get into some NFL games here in a minute. I want to know, Futch, you flew to Pennsylvania last week and then you drove back yesterday. What, What went into that? So, yeah. So I had some stuff going on on Monday. So, my family left uh, town on Saturday and drove up uh, there for Sunday night and spent their time there on Monday. I flew in on Tuesday morning. I left here at a promptly uh, 5.15 in the morning uh, and landed in, in uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at uh, 1 o'clock. So it's a long day as it is. It's one of those things, I don't know if you guys feel it, but when you fly and you're changing time zones, it's just exhausting. It's like, unless you're going backwards, you feel like a time traveler. The thing is, is you get on planes and it doesn't matter uh, where you're going. It feels like, but all you're doing is sitting, standing, walking to your next plane, sitting, standing. Uh, But it's just physically and mentally exhausting. I feel like Uh, it's, I don't know if it's just me when I fly, uh, but nah, man, I feel you. (laughs) I'm coming off of nine hours of driving today. So I'm right there. (laughs) 
I will well, say I was uh in a swift uh seventeen hours, so he's got uh, you beat there, Wade. I, I had yeah, six yesterday. Yeah. I had six, well, so y'all zero. Yeah, Tyler <laughs> got to stay home. Tyler, did you get any Black Friday shopping in, find any good deals? Yeah, I actually uh used our code uh on uh, Fanatics uh, to get there my bad earlier. Uh, Christmas present. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I had a really good Thanksgiving. Uh, my sister didn't come until Friday, so we had our main Thanksgiving festivities uh, on Friday. So I spent pretty much uh, the whole weekend, you know, watching sports. You know, I watched uh, the World Cup, you know, USA and England, like we were talking about on Black Friday, you know. That was it sucked a, that they played that really well. One. They got the draw, but I wish we could have got three points out of that. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I mean, now we have to beat Iran or something yeah. on Tuesday to go forward. Um, Shouldn't be I, that hard. Yeah, you would think. <laughs> you would think, but Iran beat Wales two to two to nil, so it's going to be harder yeah. than you think. Two to nil. Tyler's out here talking like ah, he's converted. Football, football. I'm not Mr. Football. I've played soccer for 17 years of my life. <laughs> he's no longer TT. He's Tay Tay. I like that. I love the video of the fans. In the stands, all the USA fans in the stands uh, chanting, it's called soccer. Yes, I uh, love that. Is, the undershirt. It's fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Um, Tyler mentioned the fanatics that he, he did a little early Christmas shopping. You use our link that's right there below, and you use code GIVE2, the number two. You uh, It gets up to 65% off. I know the Black Friday was like 30% off everything, yeah, which was, was a heck of a deal. This one's up to 65% off everything. Yeah, maybe maybe use the code tomorrow and get you some like 35, 40% off. Who knows? I mean, if it's not 35% off, don't tell Fanatics. They might drop us. Um, but <laughs> use use our, our link right there. Get you, you know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, it's all kind of meshed yeah. into one this year. A lot of companies are doing a lot of online Black Friday stuff, which is, which is nice because then you have the whole weekend to buy stuff. I got all my Christmas shopping out the way. Um, everything heavily discounted, so we're good to go. Uh, you know, who did get a Christmas present would be the Buffalo Bills winning on a last-second field goal mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving. I don't know. Did y'all catch any Thanksgiving I, football I games? actually did watch uh, two of the three. I wasn't able to watch uh, the Patriots and the Vikings because, like I said, I was going to watch the Egg Bowl a- mm-hmm. after that sorry game that, that was going on. Good thing I didn't because the Egg Bowl was absolutely insane, especially, you know, with the – with the call in the field and the student section throwing things. I mean, yep. you know, going back to last year, you know, things are getting thrown at Lane Kiffin, you know, Tennessee fans and now Ole Miss fans. Uh, but, yeah, I honestly got to give credit. I feel, like, really bad about the Lions. Like, this was their best chance to finally break the curse of them losing on Thanksgiving. And then, of course, Tyler Bass hits a field goal at the end. So, Detroit just can't buy a break on Thanksgiving. No, they all they always are, are losing it there. Uh they typically are losing to the Packers, and I was shocked to see him play that well against against the uh, Bills. And they ended up getting it done. Josh Allen drove him right down the field with his Tommy John elbow and all and just rocked and rolled. So, uh, Futch, your Patriots played a pretty good game against the Vikings. What you think of that? Um, They played an all right game against the Vikings. I, I, I don't know. I, I think uh... – there's a lot of miscues with the Patriots offense this year, uh, and it's hard to it's hard to watch. But I feel like the problem is is you got too many young guys on offense. I, I get maybe four or five years down the line, the Patriots might have something again. But uh, I think you know Mac Jones still needs some developing. Uh, as much as I hate to admit it, but you know he's you're not rolling with only- Zappy. 
just straight oh. on into I don't even know his first name. I just know he's Bailey Zappy. Bailey Zappy. The Zap Attack. Well, Bailey Zappy brings something to the table that Mac Jones doesn't, and that's quickness because Mac Jones is not very quick. Um I, I think Bailey Zappy's a, a good uh one two punch for being able to run the ball, get out of the pocket. It's something the Patriots have never had. So I mean I think it's uh it's a good look. I, I think defense is where the Patriots' money is made. Uh, Matthew Judon is by far one of the best uh, edge rushers uh, out there in the league. So I, I find their defense being very good. If their offense was, uh, you know, what the – I don't know. What they used to be with, with, the, with, with Tom? Sure. I'm trying to, you know, relate it to another team. But, I mean, if – if their offense was at the level where the Bills are right now on offense, I think that, you know, they'd be competing for a Super Bowl. You know, it's one of those things where the I defense think the has Bills... really kept them in a lot of games this year. Sure, they have in a lot of low scoring games, some ugly games. I mean, your ugly game against the Jets. Uh, yeah, the ago. 3-3 with the special teams <laughs> winning yeah. it for them. Yeah, I just think Minnesota's a tough, tough place to play, I think. You Saints fans know that as well. I mean, it, it <laughs> really is a hard place to play. So I, I think, yeah, school, school. I think it's uh, it's tough. So I, I, I think the Vikings are primed for a, a big uh, playoff run. You yeah, did call it. that preseason. You did say they were going to overtake the Packers, and I think that is absolutely safe, the truth. Safe <laughs> bet right there. Yeah, I mean, hey. Jacob can call his shots. I mean, it's the ACC, and then it looks like uh, this year it's going to be the NFC. I don't but... know. North Carolina fell off as soon as they gave them a little right. Well, it ain't looking too good either, so I don't know. Uh, they might win it. For but... the championship. Yeah, they're but still they're playing like for the championship. Nine and three now, like LSU. At least like you know. he knew like one division, at least. North Y'all all called me crazy when I said LSU was going to make it to the SEC championship. Yeah. And look where yeah, we're yeah, at. Yours just nothing, out of, but and to add, I also picked Purdue with the Big Ten West, so I'll take That's that it. credit as well. Look at us. And look the Giants. Us. And the Giants. And the Giants, yeah. Yep. The, uh, you mentioned, Jacob, about Tom Brady and the success that he had when he was there. I got a question, and I'll pose it to the let the Patriots fan, and we'll let the other two chime in. Um. Do you think the Bill Belichick all those years was the reason for the success, or was it actually Tom Brady? Because one of them has left the team, and one of them is doing all right for himself, and the other one is still trying to put together a you know eight loss season every year and hasn't made it to the playoffs since he left. So, I mean, what are your thoughts on it? is it, is it really was it Tom Brady that made them great? Um, well, I get this question a lot walking around being a Patriots fan, so I, I I'll answer it the same way I normally do, but. That is, uh, both of them together was a complete uh, duo, and I think that was a complete dynasty duo with both of them there. The right pieces were in place at the time, and all the chips fell in the right spot. Uh, you know, and it's kind of the Alabama Nick Saban story, you mm-hmm. know, all over again, but for the NFL. So I think well, it's like that, a Drew Brees, Sean Payton type of deal. Sure, didn't sure. have the same amount of success, but yeah, right. And, and it's all about relationships, and I think you know. You know, Bill and Tom really didn't get off to the best relationship uh, when Brady started uh, in New England. So, I mean, it, it really is uh, a testament to their growth uh, as a team within the organization was great then. So I, both of them play a huge role in it. Bill wasn't playing on the field. Was Bill calling the shots? Probably not. 
uh, because he did have good coaching behind him. So he let I his coaches say, do their jobs. Sure. And, do and your job. Like yeah. And that's been, that's been the big Patriot mantra for a long time is do your job. And uh, that's what happened. I think, I think Brady deserves a lot of credit for their Super Bowl runs. I really do. Uh, Bill in large part of keeping him level headed, because I do think Tom got a little off the rail sometimes in new England and now mm. he's older and wiser, but uh, it also comes with some prices. I, I think him going to Tampa was a good family move as far as career wise goes. I don't. Oh, I don't know about all. I don't know about a good family well, move. He's got no. I, I was going to let someone until got old Tom <laughs> yeah. decided Look, to retire here, and then come back. He they you know divorces Giselle. Him and Leonardo DiCaprio are going to be running around Tampa together in the off season, chasing after twenty five year old women. So if you're a single guy in Tampa, you better watch out because you got some. Stiff he needs to chase after twenty five year old wide receivers because Mike that, Evans that. looks like toast. <laughs> there you well, go. Think, that's what I think. I know that's what he needs to she, focus on. The one year I try to, you know, get Mike Evans. You know, like every year that way he gets, Bro, he goes off, and then the one year you're I telling me him, he sucks. I'm stuck with him in a dynasty league. I'm going to take him to the grave. <laughs> I think the problem with with it though is Brady should have retired after they won their last Super Bowl in Tampa, yep. Yep. and I think. I think Giselle knew that, and he kept playing she and said, kept coming adios. back it's like Kyle longer Trask and longer. Take over that offense already. Come on, yeah, sure. he's the future. He's <laughs> I mean, it's Kyle Trask's the way to go. We saw what he did uh, at Florida. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what? So did your answer, Tom Brady, was key to the the Patriots' success? Sure. Okay. Okay. That's what I figured you were going to say. Is the me. continued success going to be because of Bill Belichick? Yes. But Belichick's oh, yeah. a defensive guy, so I mean, like you see, the sure. defense is still cooking. Yeah, I mean, he's got his his crazy son leading them over there. What <laughs> he's looking at mullet, man. <laughs> crazy. But I mean, they they haven't fallen off the face of the earth. No. I mean, they had the the Cam the Newton experiment that was pretty yeah. bad. But I mean, they found some talent in in Jones, and if Jones isn't the guy, Zappy looks pretty good. So I mean, mm-hmm. chin it's up, Jacob. I think the Patriots are in good shape. Their defense is scoring hey. points and. They're in I mean, a lot better. the Jets and the Dolphins twice a year. They're in a lot better shape than uh, the Saints. I can give you that. They're not called the Saints right now. They're called the Aints. We're back yeah. to the trash bag days. Exactly. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know, Just Jefferson looks great for the Vikings on the other side of that game. We'll this ask our fantasy expert. Can attest to that. If yes, and I can attest to him in my other, in my other leagues. <laughs> fantasy expert Tyler is Justin Jefferson the new Cooper Cup, Jonathan Taylor, Ooh. Derek the must draft number one next year. I guess I should ask um, Wade that since he's probably going to finish last in our league. Yeah, hey. yeah. Wade, well, I don't know. Hey, I'm hey. getting down there again too. I mean, if Wade picks up a win, we'll have a three way tie with last place. Yeah. <laughs> See, Wade. Okay. I'm in first place in two of my leagues, and then I'm in second to last in the other two. I was so, in first place in one of my other leagues until Justin Fields decided to, you know, decap or dislocate his shoulder, and then Travis Etienne didn't play. Joe Mixon didn't play. Okay, Travis did it's, play. He just got hurt. And wait, that's I was, worse. Yeah, wait, I was exactly. Thinking, I was thinking worse. that you were going to refer to yourself in the third person and impart some knowledge on us there, real quick. Uh, no, yeah, no. Well, yeah. I interrupt you. Go ahead, wait. Let's let's. See I just what you wanted. Uh, no, 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 I had to identify in third person so that uh, the viewers understood. You know that I am an expert in some capacities, and in other rooms, they would laugh me out the room. Um, mm-hmm. But if you think about it, it's a law of averages. I can't have four hundred engineering degree coming out. 
because I mean, like, I got to be rooting for some players and then rooting against others. That's sometimes they hurt me, sometimes they help me. You, but, when you're yeah. in so many different leagues, it's like, oh, yeah. Like, I have Justin Jefferson in one of my leagues, yeah, I and I was playing this, Jacob. Like... I was like, yeah, he's he's going off. He's catching touchdowns. And I look at the game with me and Jacob, and I'm like, oh, great. I'm getting beat by 40 because Justin Jefferson's having a day. But, I mean, he's got to be the consensus number one pick next he year. Is. I, yeah. I think he probably was this year. I tried to get a little cute and go with uh, Jamar because I just thought the chemistry with Joe and Jamar was – was there, and I thought Kirk Cousins would be good, but not at the level he is now. But uh, Jefferson just is the most dynamic because he played in the slot at LSU, but he transitioned to the outside better than anybody in the league. Um, So I just think he's really dynamic, a lot like Cooper Cup, where you can put him anywhere. I think Jamar, he can play every position um, that receivers play, but the route tree is pretty much going to be a deep shot for him. And Jamar's uh, got a lot of competition over there in uh, Cincinnati, too, with yeah. T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. I mean, it yeah, works he, for them as a team, but for fantasy right. purposes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think Jamar's definitely like a, a, you know, a wide receiver number one if you're going to, if you have the opportunity to take him and the, you know, the fir- end of first round, maybe grab him. You could probably grab him the second round next year. But with the injuries that he's had this year, he was supposed to play today and they're holding him off out again. Yeah. I mean, that's just that's fantasy. People get hurt. It's just life. Uh, but, I mean, Jefferson has just been like – he was a little slow there in the beginning. I know it took a few games, but then it was just like boom, boom. It's like he's putting up 30 points every week. So, yeah, he can go up I, I and get think, it. He can get it in the slot. I mean, he's just – it's just consistency. And wide receivers sometimes don't give you that. He just drops back and says, ah, oh, F it. JJ's down there. <laughs> just chunks it. <laughs> he's going to catch it somewhere. Well, it but. goes back to, I think, you know, the legacy of the Minnesota Vikings comes into play at some point because, you know, the last great wide receiver for the Vikings was Randy Moss. Uh, I was going to say Stephon Diggs. No, the... no, no, no. No. <laughs> no. I, no. Stephon Diggs, Diggs is has grown have... into his prime now yeah. that he's in Buffalo. Definitely. He'll have way more success yeah. in Buffalo. But I think that if Justin Jefferson stays with Minnesota for long term, and it seems like Minnesota is going to put the chips in to keep him there every year. Ah, shoot, I would. He's your offense. I, sure. And I think if he's there and has continued success with a quarterback and Kirk Cousins is playing at this level or close to it for the next, you know, four or five years, I think that Justin Jefferson could break a lot of Randy Moss's records mm. in Minnesota. He's already, you know, he's already doing time. it right now. Well, sure. Any. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Has started that already. 
So Kirk Cousins is 34 years old, which quarterback-wise is probably like middle of pack. I mean, yeah, you got a bunch of younger guys running right now. But Tyler, since the other two kind of answered the Jay Jetta's first-round pick, absolute. Is Cousins worth drafting? I mean, obviously not ahead of like a Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, but maybe middle of the pack type of guys? Yeah, I mean, for value-wise, I I would definitely go for it. I mean, I don't think he wasn't even drafted in our league, and, you know, he's putting up really consistent numbers. So, I mean, yeah, like I agree, I think in our league purposes, I think that Justin Jefferson is going to go number one because, you know, we're we're in LSU league, and, you know, people – I think the mindset, you know, the RBRV was, like, the way to go for many, many years. I think that now it's going to change to, okay, don't – are you, like, putting your thumbs down on me? I'm saying going – no, going future, not a chance of going back. I'm done RBRV. I I would say Jefferson number one overall. I feel like more people are just going to go wide receivers because they're more consistent. You know, running backs, you know, just look at, like, like Melvin Gordon, for instance. Like, he was supposed to be the guy – with Javante Williams and now it's Latavius Murray all of a sudden. So you just can't really <laughs> buy anything. I think the overall number one next year could still be Christian McCaffrey just because he's with the San Francisco 49ers. It's a better offense. And he's always, you know, getting the preseason high. But I feel like Justin Jefferson is going to be the guy uh, going into next year. I even said that he was going to be the guy going into this season. But, you know, another question you can pose, you know, now that we're looking at fantasy, like who do you think is the biggest bust in the first round? I would. Mm. I mean, he's picking it up now, but I would have said Jonathan Taylor two weeks ago would have yeah. been the biggest bust in history of first round picks because he just he was. Where do we even go to, that. Alvin Kamara? I mean, I, I think Kamara puts could. up decent numbers. For yeah. me, it's Leonard. For me, it's Leonard Fournette because of the offense he's in in Tampa. Yeah. The problem is, is that Brady's got to throw the ball when they're behind. You got three running backs; they rotate them in all the time. Uh, I would stay away from Tampa running backs as a whole going forward for anybody uh, because it, there's just no value in it. I, yeah. There's no point in or taking a Tampa, Bay, a Tampa Bay running back or receiver. Uh, your only hope if you're going to draft somebody from Tampa is either Brady or uh, their kicker, and that's really all they've got as far yeah. as that goes, or defense. Uh, and their defense is still okay. They've slipped up a little bit, but I, I just think that you can't afford to take a skill guy from Tampa Bay because you're going to get torched every week. Here's yeah, my take I on Kamara. Like, I mean, I drafted him as RB1, and he's not even doing nothing really. He hasn't done I nothing mean, since the Raiders game. You got to look at it like when you're at the end of the first round, you know, and, and I have Kamara in a dynasty league, so that was a little different. So I kind of, he kind of slipped because he's 27. And so he slipped into the second round. Uh, but a first round talent, there's like, five players in the NFL and fantasy purposes that can get you like 30 plus points any given Sunday. And I think that's Derrick Henry, uh, Christian McCaffrey, Jonathan Taylor. And then if you want to add receivers, Cooper cup, Jefferson, Jamar. And then I think Alvin Kamara is right on the fringe of that. And I still thought he had it on the Saints offense, to be honest with you. They just don't give him the ball and (laughs) he's not going to get it. They don't have an offense to give him the ball. I mean, most I wouldn't of the time their trail and they can't even really run it. Would would y'all be surprised if we trade Kamara at the end of the year? No, uh, for draft picks. I mean, I don't, I don't think, think there's gonna be much of a market for him though. Especially I would with be him surprised. about to be suspended. He's gonna be making I think eighteen million dollars a year with a four game suspension coming up. Probably just gonna have to eat it. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I will be doing with our what our friend Logan Tanner. Shout out to him. He just got engaged over the weekend, so congratulations. Um, when he came on the show, we asked about his fantasy draft strategies, and he said he just goes wide receiver all day. Just takes a running back in like around eight. So I think that's my move. Going I thought the culture for fantasy is about to change, especially this year, because this year honestly has been a down year overall in fantasy. Really, like outside of Jay Jettas and Tyree Kill, there's really on that one player that's really like taken off like Cup and Jonathan Taylor and all those guys that were really on my team last year. That's how I did so well. I will say hey, shout out to Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah. He is a breakout guy. Yeah, really. Jennifer Walker is a breakout guy too. I mean, he's he the is. only one who showed up for me. I will say D-Hop, I'm glad I snagged him there at the end. Even though he had a six-game suspension, he's been yeah. putting up consistently 15-plus points a game. Uh, from That's pretty good for a wide receiver, you know. Yeah. And if he can mix a touchdown, I don't think he's caught a touchdown yet this year. So if he can mix a touchdown in every now and then, that, uh, that'd be pretty good. Um, other NFL game. Go ahead, Fletch. Closing with, I think that next year is going to be a big year. We're going to see a lot of young guys become part of – fantasy rosters and be starting weekly for me you know i took Brees hall and i think the fifth or sixth round and was good for me for a number of weeks you know he's out for the rest of the season unfortunately right. but it was a really good back for me and you know i i put yes. you know guys who spent their career in the backfield on the bench and put him in just because of the value that he had in new york i had garrett wilson today for a new york start and had a great game i wish i had mike white I'll tell yeah. you that. It's Not just, Russell Wilson. Just I almost laying went with Mike eight. White. I didn't have the, the guts to do it. <laughs> I went with yeah. Geno Smith this week, guys. I, I took Geno Smith off and well, I started him this week. That's a well, fantasy okay. surprise that Geno was getting picked up and people are dropping Russell Wilson. <laughs> yeah, I, I should have been one of that. those people. Well, I've got Justin Fields in one league and he was do- he's been doing great, but he got hurt and he didn't play. And my backup is Russell Wilson and it's that league – where there's two, you ha- you can have two quarterbacks start Super one flex. isn't yeah. yeah and so there's nobody that you can pick up besides Mike White and uh, like Matt Ryan and I was like well I don't know what Mike White's gonna do uh, let's just see what let's just see what Russell Wilson can do he's playing the Panthers what's he do he throws like eighty yards two picks and like I think he had one touchdown so yeah, wasn't great that's a one the Broncos uh, players were getting into him with the sideline too They're yeah I saw, I saw that. <clears throat> Yeah, get get a little chippy I over mean, there. To your point about Cousins and thirty four, you know where is that on the quarterback timeline? The Vikings just have to be very careful on how much money they give them because yep. not everybody's Tom Brady. I mean, let's be real 30, 36, 37 is probably about it for most guys. I mean, look yeah. at Matt Ryan. That's kind of more of a realistic approach as as to how quarterbacks age. And Russell right. Wilson might have might have hit it a little early. <laughs> yeah, so. Looking around the league, we had overtime Raiders Seahawks. Uh, Josh Jacobs breaks off that 86 yard run to win that game. Pretty awesome uh, for Josh Jacobs owners. Shout out Matt Jones. He's going to destroy me this week. Um, you got Jaguars upsetting the Ravens 28 27. I guess uh, old T Law was upset that the South Carolina didn't play <laughs> or beat Clemson. So he had to let him know who he was in, in the NFL. Um, they attempted a 67-yard yep. field goal attempt with Justin yep. Tucker. <laughs> they sure did. Was that the was that to win the game? Yeah, Wasn't it was to like win the game. Uh, it was it missed short. That wasn't a yep. weather delay for a little bit, so no way yeah, they're making that in 67 yards. 
it wasn't snowing. It was in Jacksonville. So oh, okay. <laughs> there's <was> that. <laughs> yeah, it was a lightning. It was raining. <laughs> Dang, 67. How was it close? Uh, not really. Okay, I mean, 67 well, yards. You got to think about he where made he's 64 kicking it. It's just a Tucker. Huh? It's just a Tucker. Well, yeah, um, he made it in a dome. I mean, I needed the a, elements, yeah. Yeah. I needed a, the elements is completely gust, different. Uh, to get it over. You had the Chargers win on a two-point conversion over the Cardinals, 25-24, just going for the win there. Um, who was the other overtime? Browns beat the Bucks in overtime. Yep. So, And the Packers are currently beating the Eagles by one at the end of the first yeah, quarter. The Eagles are uh, second and goal. Oh, well, that's not going to last long. So, uh, Wade, since you were in Dallas – well, in the NFL talk with uh, – did you watch the Cowboys? I did. I was one of the record-setting crowd. It was the most watched regular season game in NFL I history. I saw that. Actually. That's crazy, especially mid, mid-Thanksgiving mid Day. I mean, perfect time for it. Cowboys and, are a popular team, though, so I can see it. Yeah, yeah, Cowboys and Giants are both, were both leading the uh, NFC East, so – or not leading, in second place in the NFC East, yeah. so might as well uh, throw them on and see what happens. And – it was a little slow, but Giants made it interesting there at the end. Uh, you know, speaking of, I was going to say slow, but I can't say that for our, because our, our, actually the shipping is fast. Um, <laughs> if, if you go on down to Yeti, uh, while you don't want to be slow and miss out on the Black Friday Cyber Monday, uh, there it is. Deals, Good there time. you go. They got some stuff going on where if you, you spend like a $200, I think it is, you get some free Yeti tumblers. Uh, but if you use our link, go on over there. You get free shipping on orders over $50, which if you're buying a cooler, it's going to be over $50. Bucks. Um, it's quality stuff. I actually had a Yeti cooler in my truck driving back from Mississippi here to Houston. Six hours, had some frozen deer jerky. Guess what? Got here, still frozen. So head on over to Yeti. Use our link. Take advantage of those Black Friday deals and see what you can get. All right. The moment you've all been waiting for. We started with the NFL. I think we're going to start doing that now because that, yeah. that gets the clicks. Everybody likes the NFL talk. College football time. Um, do we want to <laughs> yeah, jump dude. in to – yeah, I don't really want to talk about it. <laughs> do we want to jump into who got that dog in them? Is everybody Let's do it. This week? All right. Yes. I'm going to hit, hit the yes. – got to get the dogs out, out right Is that so, – no, that's not Nelly. That might be Tyler's dog because he no, it's Nelly. not. It would be definitely <laughs> Nelly's a little deeper bark than that. Yeah, it would be a deeper bark than that. So, who got that dog in a pick? I've got mine, and I don't think anybody's going to expect it, but except for Tyler, since I mentioned it earlier, we'll mm-hmm. start with Fudge. You no, look like you're no, trying to no, pull, put no, it together right now. <laughs> okay, we'll start with Tyler. Tyler, who you got? Who got that All right, dog well, I'm going to go to the game here. I'm going to go with J.J. McCarthy. He's got that dog in him. Uh, uh Do we need to refer to our TikTok about McCarthy? Yes. Pull it up. <laughs> Get the receipts because I told Futch all Our very first TikTok. To come. J.J. McCarthy, thank you for proving that I was right all along and that you are the Michigan starting quarterback, and you put it to Ohio State, and that's why you're going to be it. It was a little slow for McCarthy, not going to lie, for Michigan, but in the end, he finished with four total touchdowns, 263 yards in passing. I can just see it in Jacob's eyes that he loves this pick. 27 yards on the ground, at a touchdown, so – Great win for Michigan as they pretty much clinch not only the Big Ten Championship, but the playoff. I know that Purdue is there. You know, Purdue 
you know, always is surprising people. Uh, so that's definitely one that you can't really uh, negate. But it's looking like Michigan's going to be on their way to the playoff. There you go. You got that dog in them. Wade, who you got? I'm going to go with uh, Antoine Wells Jr. Oh, yes, of, your SEC fantasy receiver. Yes, <laughs> out of South Carolina. Uh, they call him Juice. I feel like that's kind of an overused nickname at this point, but he did have the juice, so he gets to keep it. He's got he, the uh, juice. He's he got, got off to a juice. slow start, but I think he had like 160 yards receiving for the second straight week. Uh, so making Spencer Rattler look good and getting South Carolina two critical upsets, uh, getting the program out there. So uh, I think he's a transfer. So definitely a good move to come to Columbia and play for the Garnet and Black. Yeah, and not go play for the Orange and Purple. Um, <laughs> my pick for who got that dog in them is in that game, but it's a it's a group of players. It's the South Carolina special teams. Yes. They played lights Ty out. Kroger. Their punter, Ty Kroger, put it – I think they he pinned them within the 20, like he five or six times. He averaged 53 yards a punt. That's, that's It was dog. insane. I mean, <laughs> it was crazy. And then, of course, the most – Just ship them to Carolina, and they can be the new punter for the Panthers. There you go. The most the pivotal Panthers already moment. do have South Carolina's old punter. Ah, uh, yes. The punter factor. Well, then I don't know where you're <laughs> you sitting <laughs> So, the most pivotal moment of the game was that punt. South Carolina's giving it back to Clemson. There's like two and a half minutes left, and they force a, a – the dude breaks a tackle. He's got some blockers, and boom, he's hit hard. Ball comes out. South Carolina jumps on it, and that's all she wrote, folks. So my pick is the South Carolina special teams. Uh, Neil's hopping in here. He says Caleb Williams, definitely. Yeah, he definitely has there. taken over the Heisman race, that's for sure. Yep. For sure. I think he's probably a lock for the Heisman. Fuck, I don't like how got? he paints his nails, but he is a dog. <laughs> is what it is. You got to do what you got to do. Uh, for me, I'm going to stay in the Pac-12 uh, as Neil did. I'm going to go with the team as a whole, and that's the Oregon State Beavers holding on for the upset win. Yes. At home against the Colorado. Chat look good. The dog Making play. three of us look good. The dog move. Oregon State scores 21 unanswered to win the game at that home 38-34. That's that crazy. Insane. That was wild. They got a big stop on defense. Uh, I think that was potentially the Pac-12 game of the year right there just because mm-hmm. of how they finished the, the, the game out. Yeah, that was uh, I was a little worried with that upset pick when I looked in. Oregon too. was up on a big. I was like, <laughs> "Not well, me, boys! Not me!" He he rolled. Hey, I was the lone there. duck on that one. Yeah, I see what you did there. So, but uh, <laughs> hey, those you, are our picks. Up some other wins that we'll talk I about. Had, on I had a Tuesday. good week of picks. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You could catch it, Wade's uh, picks on Tuesday for SEC talk. He had a good few good upset. You'll picks see there. if he's on the bottom or the top of the standings. <laughs> I don't even know where I'm at. Uh, I know I, I throw some pretty wild picks, yeah. so I'm not sure where I'll be at. Um, but our Who Got That Dog in Up segment is brought to you by our friends over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. I was cracking them open watching all these football games this weekend. So if you're in, in the Houston area in H-Town, you need to head on over to Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Best beer, best views of the city. Uh, Fudge, there's some talks of you possibly coming for a Grizzlies-Rockets game here in the future. We'll really? definitely go get some drinks there. Maybe if Fudge comes, the other two hooligans can come and we can do another rematch for, for our golf game. So who knows? 
Uh, but well, yeah, it, I haven't it, even touched a golf club in probably since the match. Perfect. You should, you should come visit. Come visit you now. know what? Crazy enough, Tyler. Neither have I. Oh well, God. We've yeah. always been playing once a week. Normally, except versus there. everyone. I've, I played twice uh, this past week. I actually had my first eagle on a hole that Wade could. He did. He, he, he Facetimed me. I can validate it. It did yeah. happen. He he drove the green on this hole. Tricky little short par four. Well, I say short. I mean, it was like 315 yards. Yeah, so. short. My, no, I'm not going to say that, but definitely <laughs> not short. Hey, I mean, you drove 315. You just had that downward slope at, at City Park to make it yeah. 350. Well, Wade put it on the green and then missed the eagle putt. And then did you make the birdie putt? Or did yes, you I made the, the birdie putt, putt okay. with your dad in my ear telling me I was going to leave it short. Well, I drove uh, about a foot to the right of the green, had about a 45-foot putt down a big hill breaker, and I said, you know what, let's just get it close. I didn't even worry about chipping it because the place we played at, the greens are so fast. And I just putted it. it. I putted it, and I just raised my putter, and I walked it in like Tiger, and that sucker dropped, and I was like, boom, there we go. So Chet's got the dog in him. Yes, I got the dog in him for this. Personal uh, dog in him. Well, after I eagled that, I then went on to, like, shoot 15 over off the back nine so it was pretty bad i got a humble you sir yes uh it does every time i have never broken 90 at that that course so that's that's the hard part there did Um, you have a camera on you no i didn't i should have i should have just had my dad video every shot there (laughs) um but like i said our who got that dog and picks are brought to you by our friends over at buffalo by brewing company we'll be there soon when all the guys coming into town we may we'll probably get our live show going we can figure out a good weekend maybe have some fun sports if there are no sports we'll just get up there and shoot the bird and rock and roll so free beer and free food can't beat that all right you mentioned upset picks tyler might as well just roll into our upset picks oh geez so the picks last week that we had Tyler had Mississippi State over Ole Miss, which was correct. I had Oregon State over Oregon, which was correct. Uh, Wade had South Carolina over Clemson, which was correct. And then Fudge let us down with Notre Dame over USC, which was wrong. It was very close. The worst one, though. Our guest pick. Cameron wanted to make some moves, make some splashes. He made a big one. He made a big one. Uh, (laughs) Vanderbilt over Tennessee. I honestly thought Vandy had a chance. They had everything Heck to play no. for. Tennessee was done. It got some TikTok views. Uh, I believe that them. we have receipts of Tyler. You saying that it made sense and you were going to take the money line. No, I edited it. that TikTok, so I, I watched <laughs> you say it. So you can't. But on anything. SEC talk, I came back like there's no shot. Yeah. Well, oh, Neil's going to join us at Buffalo Bayou uh, whenever we go. But the uh, that one was rough. I thought maybe with the backup quarterback, they're college football playoff hopes dashed who knows no didn't happen so So, three and five pretty good i was in i was in knoxville um saturday night when they were playing against vandy in vandy oh i bet that uh, place was rocking and rolling yeah i was in an applebee's uh at probably oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) So, so uh yeah, I was in an Applebee's at the start of the fourth quarter, and it was covered in Tennessee fans. And I said, Tennessee "Oh orange. my God, what have I gotten into?" Um, Did you do yeah, some shots with I mean, the Tennessee it was, fans? It was fifty-six to nothing, and they're in there, and of course they're running it the whole way back, and they're all yelling and screaming. And I'm like, "Okay, Do guys, they play Rocky Top the speakers? 
no, no, thank Jesus. Uh, but no, I, I was really like, I'm like, sit down. You're playing Vandy. I get they won two games in a row, but you're winning 56 to nothing. Just go sit down and enjoy yeah. your beer and have a good time. Like, if it's 56 to nothing, I'm just going home at that point. Right, enjoy your $2 margaritas. Maybe take yes. a few whiskey shots and oh uh, just, just stop watching. Like, this man was, like, running around with the whole, like, uh, high five and everybody and everything I'm like this guy has been doing the rounds the entire game like it is 56 I'm like calm down man it's it's just and the thing about it is is they're so excited that they win but yet they've lost to an unranked South Carolina and yep. they've lost previously uh, unranked South Carolina yeah, previously <laughs> yeah and uh a really good Georgia team so I, I just feel like Tennessee fans need to chill out a little bit. It's um, could they backdoor their their way into the playoff though with South Carolina's no, recent God, success? No, no uh, there is no zero percent chance. There was what if no Southern way. Cal loses? No, TCU loses. We'll get into. I already put the two teams that I think could backdoor in. It sure yeah. is in really? Alabama. You couldn't no, take Alabama over Alabama. Tennessee. No, it is Alabama. One of them. No, no, no. you got to no. put Tennessee before Bama. Tennessee has the head to head. Yeah, but Bama's two losses, you got to think about it, is pretty much like two points and a point. Tennessee's loss is to 27 on the road. and I don't think either one of them gets it. Okay, come on. Like, you really? I've been saying it for weeks that Alabama can't get, but now, like, they're probably going to be, what, number five, and then USC is going to be four, and then. Well, really I hope that USC on, just handles business because I don't want to see that happen. It really depends on what yeah. where Ohio State is. Like, do they put them ahead of Bama or they, do they go behind them? You can't have an argument for Ohio State and not Tennessee, in my opinion. They both just lost by 28. It makes zero sense to put Tennessee and Alabama before Ohio State. I mean, Ohio State loses – they get blown out by Michigan. But still, we've we've seen that the committee doesn't care that if you get blown out by somebody who's either unranked for a week or you could be by a really good team, you fall two spots. Congratulations. It's like basketball all over again. But it's – there's not a chance. I mean, there's a good chance that USC loses to Utah because uh, Utah's a really good team. I mean, if Utah was playing at home in this game, uh, which virtually they yeah, are, that. yeah, uh, and they would win the game pretty easily. I, I think you Here's, can call it that. But the problem is, easily, is they you, put... cannot, you cannot at all think about the fact that Tennessee or Alabama are going to leapfrog Ohio State Here's what's probably going to neither of them play another game until the bowl games. I think Clemson wins the ACC championship. They leapfrog all of them because they lost to South Carolina by one. Tennessee got blown out by South Carolina. Clemson. I don't know. Clemson's got a better shot than Tennessee. What is Clemson's best win on their resume? Uh, About North Carolina. Probably that. (laughs) That would probably be like their only best win. Because they lost to Notre Dame, who's not, who's the ranked team. South what about Notre Dame? Be a ranked team. <laughs> oh, wait, they have two losses. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the top 25. Their best win's probably like NC State or Wake Forest. I I think at this point, they put two. I know, Fudge, you're very against two Big Ten teams going in. I think that's probably more right. likely to happen than two SEC teams at this point. Absolutely. If LSU I think it's just going to run the course. I think the yeah. four that are in are going to make it. Yeah, but I mean, there is there is win. more scenario that I I could see still Bama getting in. I mean, USC is yeah. going to play the best defense they've played all year next week. I mean, hands down, 
That's good. They already played them though. They scored 40, 42 on them, even in the loss. Yeah, I mean, they're and they're probably going to get beat again. <laughs> it's one of those things where <laughs> is that your I think early upset pick already? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't. Th- oh, yeah, well, let's get into upset picks. Is that your upset pick? Utah over USC? Yes. There's not a very big field of. I upset. thought it was UNC. No, there's not. It's, it it's it's all uh, as uh, championship games here. So once we get to the playoff, our playoff picks, we can all get right, back well, to the playoff discussion. We can spend more time on it. Yeah. All right, Wade. Who's your upset pick? Here's my upset. North Carolina over Clemson. And All Clemson right. Just NASCAR, NASCAR, NASCAR Neil agrees with you yeah. there. Reading Clemson. All right. All right, Tyler. I mean, UNC's got a very high-powered offense, and Drake May is less likely to make the mistakes that Spencer Rattler did, and Clemson still let him beat him. So I just think that if they play a clean game and can get the 40 points, they'll win. Okay. Like okay. Tyler? Uh, I'm going to go to the Battle of the Purple. I think K-State beats TCU this weekend in Arlington. Uh, we saw it in game number one. I mean, K-State controlled this game uh, for half. They were up 21, uh, 2013 going into the half and then TCU. So I think that K-State's defense, it's always tough uh, to beat a team twice, especially, you know, coming back like that. So I think that K-State will be ready. I think their offense is very legit. This can be a defensive battle. So I think that they're going to want to, you know, in – the Big 12's hopes of, of TCU getting in. So give me K-State to, to take the Big 12 championship. And like Wade said, since there's not many upset picks to choose, I'm rolling with LSU over Georgia. They look terrible against Texas a <laughs> So we're taking an upset sampler here. We're, uh, yeah, we're picking every conference game. There's not really a, any other ones that make sense, um, unless you want to go UCF over Tulane. I was hoping Tulane would not be the favorite, so I can go with Tulane. And I yeah. was thinking of going Troy, but Troy's a ten point favorite, so I couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. Now with Tulane's going to Tulane's winning, and they're making it to the Cotton Bowl, and they will beat. Well, I don't know if they'll beat Alabama, but they might. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, saw I haven't that, seen yeah. uh, Tulane, Tulane versus Penn State actually in the Cotton. Ah, okay, that'd be a good game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm just going to go with LSU because I go with them every week. Who knows? We'll see. It'd, be, it'd be true LSU fashion to win the <laughs> SEC championship, and it mean absolutely nothing for our – for yeah, would that actually would crush my soul. <laughs> that well, wouldn't I mean, mean a little a good bit. Ball I mean, game. We, we get to the Sugar Bowl. If, 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 yeah, they get to the Sugar Bowl and, and get a rematch uh, with the probably K-State or, or yeah. TCU, one of those. Uh, I'm just hoping Jaden Daniels can actually walk. He's in a boot. Uh, supposedly he avoided a high ankle sprain, so that's good. Uh, but of course, he gets hurt on a weird two point conversion, and we should have kicked an extra point. So, no one's going with Purdue. Mm. Who's Purdue play? Michigan. <laughs> Michigan, not a shot, dude. <laughs> I didn't see that's how bad that is. I didn't even know who they were, who they were playing. <laughs> not a shot, Michigan all day. What do you want them to do? Run the game back twice? Yes. <laughs> Here's the problem. Iowa shot Iowa shot themselves in the foot by losing to Nebraska. Yep. And yeah, that was comical. Screwed themselves. <laughs> yeah, but I'd yeah, rather see Purdue versus Michigan. That would have been the same story last year if it was Iowa Michigan. Yeah. Well, no, it was think... just funny that all they had to do was beat Nebraska and then they couldn't even do that. <laughs> you know also, who that sounds like you know who now like? Matt Rule is taking over for the corners. Yeah, I was gonna say two new hires in uh yep. in the Big Ten. We got Wisconsin finalizing a deal with Mr. Luke Fickle. And that's slam dunk. Me. Slam that's dunk hire. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's I definitely an upgrade. To, I thought he wanted to usher them into the Big 12, but I guess he's a Big 10 guy through and through. 
He's a Midwestern guy. He does not. He wants to be the Midwest himself. I mean, with a last name like Fickle. I mean, come on, Fickle, Icicle. He's got He's a Fickle around. So <laughs> that, Fickle that hire, that hire has big, big, big ten implications because number one, that part of the country, if you if you zero in on that area of the country, a lot of those players there end up going to Michigan. Uh, Luke Fickle is going to pull a lot. Luke, Luke Fickle is going to pull a lot of guys out of Michigan uh, and up to Wisconsin because of his continued success. And you're going to have the battle of, I mean, really five head coaches, you know, coming soon in the Big Ten. I mean, you're going to have what Chip Kelly, Lincoln Riley, Luke Fickle, Luke uh, Fickle the Icicle, yeah, Harbaugh <laughs> and uh, and Ryan Day. I mean, that that really is a is Ryan Day that Let's be real. Ryan Day is think... not is a coach O of no. Ohio State. That's that's my prediction. Ryan Day is the coach O of Ohio State. He just surrounds himself with good he people. He got gifted. Yeah. Urban Meyer built that program up to where it is right now. Exactly. I agree with you on that one, Tyler. All right, Fletch, finish your point about uh all the Luke, Luke Fickle, the pickle, icicle <laughs> man. <laughs> what about I Luke Fickle, it... the icicle? I think that sounds. That's what I was bit. saying. Yeah. Luke Fickle, yeah. the icicle. That sounds well, no, that... better. Okay. You got to emphasize like, yeah. the ickle. Not Luke, Luke, Luke Fickle, Fickle, the icicle. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Fickle, the icicle pickle. Uh, try saying that one five times fast. Okay. But I think that. Luke Fickle can have a lot of success in the Big Ten. I, I think has he had a chance to move out of Cincinnati and didn't take it. I, I think he had the Notre Dame the big, job, man. Yeah, yeah. This is a big break. I think that he was hold. I think he was holding up for a big Power Five offer, uh, and he got it. I, th- I think this is a really good opportunity to finally Wisconsin might actually have some offense, guys. If you can believe it. Wisconsin <laughs> might be able have to defense. That's for sure, especially if they hold on to yeah. Jim Leonard. Yeah, I mean, if it I wasn't thought he was going to get the job. Oh, yeah, no, I think for UCLA and like USC, I think that well, you said what? <laughs> <laughs> I said the icicle pickle man might clean house. Oh, he will clean. Gosh. He will. He yeah. will. So, oh, uh, another coach the judges mentioned Matt Rule over there to Nebraska. Do you think he has success in college again? I mean, he just absolute. I mean, he's one of the two hardest jobs well, in the country: on. Baylor and Temple. So here you go. He does great at Baylor. Sounds like Nick Saban doing great at LSU. He goes to the NFL. Dumpster fire. Also sounds like Nick Saban. Then comes back to coach, uh, I guess, Nebraska. You're saying Nebraska is going to be the next Baylor. Is Nebraska <laughs> the next Alabama? No way. No. Nope. Wisconsin's already yeah, ahead of them right now. Just of this hire. I think Luke Fickle is like the slam the dunk icicle. already. It doesn't matter what Auburn does. Luke Fickle is like the slam dunk of this offseason. Nebraska well, is going to be begging to go back to the Big 12 by the time that USC and They're going to want to go to the American at this rate. <laughs> I don't know. I think, well, yeah, I kind of agree with you. Matt Rule's probably done. I don't know. Uh, it's a wait and see for that. I mean, he has a good hire. I just don't think that the program has that ceiling. Yeah, yeah I, I agree, agree with you on that. They don't have the It's not the 90s and 80s uh, yeah. anymore. Uh, you mentioned Auburn Tyler. Hugh Freeze uh, was supposed to be a done deal last night. Haven't heard anything. Maybe he was calling up too many prostitutes. Well, the way that they lost fifty-two to six, that's deal. what happened. <laughs> Cadillac had his chance. If Cadillac Williams beats Alabama last night, do you think that mm. he's the mm. next coach? 
He'll still go. They might have fan. buyer's remorse on on uh, Hugh Freeze, and they might be talking him down a little bit because he oh, lost yeah, like they got destroyed. Yesterday. Yeah, forty-two to seven to uh, New Mexico State. He's not even going to make a bowl. Yeah, well, he probably you know he was the co- the players didn't care. He's gone. He's probably not even coaching yeah. at that point. I think it's uh, pretty much a done deal. So yeah, that's a good hire. I mean, Auburn's going to have an offense. That's for sure. We'll see. I would have a defense because. <laughs> Love to see Lane Kiffin go there after all the stuff happening on social media, him calling out that reporter and everything. It would just been hilarious if he was like, oh. still could. Yeah, it's not no. a done deal. I mean, well, I think they just inked an extension. Yeah. Or started extension talks. Yeah, it's so. an eight-year deal. Do you, do you like that deal, Tyler? Yeah, I mean, I think that it's the right guy. I mean, for Ole Miss, I mean, he just needs to get a defensive – well, he had a defensive coordinator, and then he left uh, for Texas A&M. Uh, so, I think it's the right hire. I mean, going to Auburn, I feel like a lot of us, like, saw it as a lateral move. I mean, Auburn does yeah, have more – but I feel like as a program right now, Ole Miss and Auburn are, are pretty much even. So, I like it. I mean, if you freeze goes to Auburn, I think uh, that Auburn's future is going to be bright as well because, I mean – he was able to have success against Alabama. That's really what you want at Auburn, just to beat your rival in the Iron Bowl. Yeah, that's true. I, I will say him staying at Ole Miss makes a little more sense recruiting-wise because, I mean, yeah, you're competing with Mississippi State, mm-hmm. but Mississippi State's not on the level of Alabama is if you were to go to yeah, Auburn. Yeah, but you just lost the Egg Bowl. And people, if you lose the Egg Bowl, they're going to start going to the state. Well, all he cares about is transfers. Game. Yeah, he just, he just goes for the transfers. I mean, that's his biggest thing, transfer to the SIP. Oh. You think Zach Evans regrets his transfer? He's the backup yes. running back at Ole Miss, and TCU is going to be in the playoff. Yeah, probably. Uh, I would regret it at this. Not point. a lot of NIL opportunity in Oxford, I feel like, but maybe in Fort Worth. <laughs> There's a lot. Yeah, of a little bit of a bigger. You can go get on with an oil company over there in Fort Worth. Oh, uh, I had a point that I was going to say. Uh, oh, Jimbo Fisher. Do you think he kind of saves his job after last night? I don't think he was yeah. going to get fired anyways. Uh, that's but, uh, a lot of money you got to pay off. Helps the talking season. Helps him yeah. make his rounds during the alumni talks and recruiting. So that was a good win for him. Um, he can sell it on potential. You know, that was the potential of this team the whole year. And they I don't know why they week 12. <laughs> I don't know why they weren't starting that freshman quarterback all season. I mean, he just tore up our defense. Let's talk about it for for a second. LSU's defense came out and laid an egg. (laughs) They just looked like all they were doing was getting ready to play Georgia. So, Chainu Muhammad tore us up, that's for sure. Yeah, Mr. Moose. He was almost my dog of the week, but I wasn't going to pick him just because he played for Texas A&M. We'll probably see uh, A-Chain in the NFL draft uh, come April because uh, that man's going to get selected, uh, especially in in round three or two. He's going to be the next star running back. I was surprised. I think his performance yesterday is probably what boosted his draft stock. I mean, he yeah. could have just easily hung it up and said, "Nah, I'm hurt going to the draft." And that's why we pick guys like that in SEC fantasy. Those who it was stick good to out. see him out there, you know, like not yeah. throwing yeah. in the towel. So I'll, I'll give him that. Yep, yep. Uh, Fletcher's Penn State Nittany Lions uh, finish off the regular season at ten and two, destroy Michigan State. <laughs> they didn't cover though, so. By a half point. Did you see Sean Clifford was talking to? Yeah, he's like, like, we got, we got to score good. We got to cover. That's that's always good to see when you got your starting quarterback worried about. I bet uh, Jacob's happy to to send off Sean Clifford that he doesn't have to play in that stadium again. Yeah, I'm so happy that I don't have to watch him play in Penn State anymore. (laughs) I I just feel like 
it it has been such a dragged out like six years it's felt like 16 um but I, like i've i have physically aged 16 years watching penn state football uh no i i think uh it's a good time for i, I don't know I, sean clifford's gonna play in the bowl game because he's not going to the nfl i think yeah. everybody knows that uh he, he there's no chance i mean he's gotta I, at I least think. put his name in the draft might no. come back as your no. grad assistant no. He uh, he, he won't he won't go to the NFL draft. I, he's already got a big business with this whole NIL thing, uh, helping out a lot of athletes throughout the country. And at Penn State, with his NIL company, him and his brother run. His brother's younger than him, uh, Liam. He is probably going to be a starting wide receiver by the time he's a senior. He's got another three years really to to figure it out. But uh, I I think. It's good to get some young blood in there now. Clifford was never a strong arm guy. Wasn't really an accurate guy. Just kind of made something out of nothing kind of guy. And uh, I think Drew Aller is going to be a really good piece for Penn State. And I think you've got a lot of good. You got the arguably the best running back tandem in the country in the backfield. They're putting out numbers that Todd Gurley and uh, his Sonny back Michelle. with him. And Sony Michelle that were, they were putting up, I mean, it's it just Played unbelievable. With the Georgia history, yeah, unbelievable oh, numbers. You can ask that Aaron Murray, up. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think there's a lot of success in in instead of having just one back like Saquon Barkley, now you've got two backs that might be not not on the same level as Saquon, but you've got two backs that are really reliable in the backfield that can bail you out. So uh, I, I think a lot of the success for Penn State in the ten and two season goes to them. Uh, because Sean Clifford's season has been nothing but rough, uh, and last night was probably the best way to end his his. Oh, he's got the bowl career. game. He can go out yeah, there and I, really mm-hmm. rock and roll in a bowl game. Maybe give himself a shot. So uh, Penn State has struggled in bowl games, though. And I know projection. I know Tyler mentioned you know Penn State and Tulane. I think that's a bad matchup for Penn State. But of course, we'll get into all of that. But I, I just feel like uh, bowl games and Penn State do not mix together really well. Uh, as far as coaching goes, I think Penn State also needs to look at coaching um, because they've gotten guys from inside the Big Ten to come over there. They've left. They've gone to other programs, back to their old programs. Uh, so, I mean, the biggest, arguably the biggest hire at Penn State is wasn't even James Franklin. It's Manny Diaz. So, I think that him being defensive coordinator also helped Penn State get to where they were. He wasn't a good head coach, uh, but he can be a good uh DC. So, you know, speaking of bowl games and we got the championship games going on next week, I'll ask out of the two, the Big 12 and the Pac 12 championship game, which one has the most impl- implications for the college football playoff rankings? We'll go with Wade. I'm going to go Pac 12 just because I think TCU and Michigan were the big winners of this weekend. I think that. They had respectable wins enough that if they lose a close one on Saturday, they'll still be in regardless. I think USC, you know, they definitely have to win to be in. So um, if they lose, then we kind of enter that scenario that we were just debating on, well, who who jumps up. Uh, but I think TCU will move up to the three spot or, yeah, probably the three spot. And I think they'll stay there. But if they lose, I think that they would probably slip the four and still make it. Tyler, Jacob, you all agree? Would it no. be uh, wrong to say both? 
Well, I mean, you could say both, but I'm, I told you to pick one. Pac-12 or Big 12. Uh, yeah, I would mean, probably have to lean. Defense, no. but it's uncomfortable. I would probably have to lean with, <laughs> with the Pac-12 because, I mean, USC already has uh, that one loss, TCU. But the problem is, I don't I don't know how, like, even if TCU loses a lot, do they still get in? That's the problem. Like, you, ha- they're not going to be a, a Big 12 champion, and they're going to be, you know, faced off against Ohio State. And Ambrin, Ohio State's going to get in. Yeah. It's just going to be simple as that. Depends so on I the score. I feel like you got to put it more, like, obviously, it's like a 50-50 split, I see, like, the Pac-12. And I feel like both of them have the biggest playoff implications. Fudge. Uh, I'm going to go Big 12. Uh, I think TCU has a lot to figure out, uh, especially against K-State, who handled business mm-hmm. uh, this weekend. I, I think K-State, you know, arguably is the best team to beat TCU. I know Baylor had a chance to beat TCU, but I think K-State is pound for pound, you know, really right there with TCU. K-State had some screw-ups during the season and it cost some games, but they really could be a top-10 team. I, I think yeah, like Tyler said, both have really big playoff implications because if K-State does come back and get a bounce-back win against TCU, uh, I think TCU's out. That's that's the issue. Uh, if you lose to uh, – if you go the whole season, you've already beat them once and you lose to them uh, in, the pack, in a pack, or, sorry, Big 12 championship game, uh, I don't think they're gonna, the committee's going to allow it only because of uh, strength of schedule and some other things. I, I think the, as far as the Pac-12 goes, if Utah beats USC, the Pac-12 is out completely. Uh, and, of course, the Big 12 would be out completely. And that leaves you with three conferences, really two, because the ACC is out, I think, completely right now already. So, really, you've got two Big 10 teams and two SEC teams potentially yeah. making it and that's where you see Tennessee or Alabama come back into play uh so I, I think Tennessee would probably get the nod there if that was to happen but uh, yeah it, with it. all with all the upsets that we've seen this year already I mean I, I don't it's bound to happen something's bound to happen the reason I don't think Tennessee gets in is because we've seen Georgia and Tennessee and we Alabama's saw Alabama's already ahead of Tennessee, Tennessee so what we... the, I think the committee takes into effect that Georgia rocked Tennessee Tennessee has no starting – well, they have the backup playing now, which, yeah, right. they did great last week, but it's not Hinden Hooker. Uh, you did, we didn't see the Georgia-Alabama matchup this year that we see every year. And I think if TCU and USC were to both lose, then, yeah, I think Alabama probably gets that nod. It'd probably be Ohio State and Alabama that jump up, which yeah. I hate to say. If, it, both, of them, you would if see- both USC and TCU loses, Alabama, Ohio State are in. See, but well, hey, hold issue. on now, hold on now. We got Penn State here right behind them. No. Penn State they have two losses. And, I mean, they, they are like two good losses, but, I mean, yeah. they, they got blown out by I Michigan. don't think Ohio State or Penn State gets in over Ohio no. State. So. No. They can't. The, the problem is, is you're going to see, if that was to happen, the committee really has to figure out how they're going to structure it. I think they just the say no playoffs. You know what? We're done this year. We're just going to. I would love extend, that. <laughs> what, season's over. Yep. Just I would love that. I, I just BCS days. One, two, goodbye. So yeah. uh I, I think that if the committee's gonna structure it correctly, it's gotta be uh Georgia, Alabama and Ohio State and Michigan playing against each other if that was to happen. Uh that way you it, don't have two of the same yeah. Right. 
because that's the problem I think we see over and over again is, well, who's the best four teams in the country? It's all about the best four teams in the country. I said, well, yeah, but the problem is, is nobody wants to sit there and see two SEC teams other than Georgia fans and Alabama fans want to see them play each other in a national championship because it's the same freaking thing over again as we see normally in the SEC championship yep. or, or likewise. And I mean, I think LSU was really the spoiler this year to make the SEC championship because of their win against out over Alabama. Yeah. Yep, I mean, yep. if, if LSU wins on yesterday, we're not even having this discussion. That's, that's the issue. So that's I, why I think, it's it irks me even more. Yeah, yeah, I'm with. We're you not having this discussion with that. If Clemson beats South Carolina, we're not having this discussion. It, yep. Oh, it was good. Yeah, right. that's why I said. It was but that's why I said things yeah. are bound to happen. They the win. They're bound to happen next week. It, it's going okay. to happen. It is. Well, then it's... with with that, let's let's go ahead and just get into our college football rankings real quick. Let's uh, okay. let, let me play the intro music. And then this will probably be our final one since uh, the selection. Actually, yeah, yeah we'll be. Yeah, you know, we get to sneak yeah. one in, huh? Or it's no, I Sunday. think uh, not, the slot, yeah. they, they do it at 11 a.m. like on Sunday, so, yeah, we, so were, we would already know the. Well, this the is our our final college football playoff pick. I like okay, the yeah, the little, little, oh, Wade hasn't seen this yet. No, I've seen it. I just haven't. No, been I, I showed it to him with it. I think okay. a couple of weeks okay. ago. So, college football playoff is Fletch just laid out. It can be absolutely insane. It's been insane yeah. all year. I'm honestly glad make the I'm committee work. Committee. Well, yeah, make them work. I'm sure they get paid to do this. And they normally just pick like the same. Always says, make them work. They ain't gonna work at 11 a.m. on Sunday, man. <laughs> They'll have to figure it out Saturday night. 24 seven. Make them work. So <laughs> watch all those games, <laughs> Wade. We'll let you kick it off since you've been gone forever, and you're finally back to join us. <laughs> Who's your top four next Sunday? All right, next Sunday, I'll have number one, Georgia. I think that LSU could flirt with the upset, but after this Saturday, I have no faith in pulling the trigger on that. So Georgia retains the number one spot. Uh, Number two is Michigan. Uh, I had Michigan in my initial playoff as the four seed, so I'm glad to see they're still there. Uh, But I'm going to elevate them to number two because of the big win over Ohio State, and I think they ride that momentum. Shouldn't have any problems with Purdue, but Purdue is a pesky team. So, yeah. Um, number three, ooh, I'm going to give TCU the benefit of the doubt that they are going to win. Uh, number four, oh man, I really want to pull the upset. I do like Utah, but I'm going to. Put a USC win in the universe because I really don't want to see Alabama backdoor their way into the playoffs. So I think that there's going to be some upset, think, upset scared dodges this week. You think Alabama gets in over Ohio State? I think yeah, Ohio USC State were to leave. probably would make it because if you look back to last year, uh, you know, Georgia was dominant all year and they had one really bad loss to Alabama and it wasn't close and they still made it. So, I mean, I think that they would go with a one-loss team in Ohio State at four. But I think USC gets it done. I think they're pretty hot right now. In fact, if I'm Georgia, I'd rather play ten- I'd rather play TCU uh, than I would play USC. And let's be honest, if Ohio State and Michigan aren't on the same side of the 
Big Ten. They're playing in the in the championship. They're going to play a rematch, like the Big Twelve. I mean, ECU and, yeah. and Kansas State have already played this year. They're going to get a rematch. Um, you know, and I guess that's the only one out of the conferences yeah. that is a rematch. So a little weird yeah. there. Yeah. So Tyler, who's well, your USC and Utah. That's a rematch. Yeah. Yeah, it is a rematch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm going to stick with my number one. I've been telling Chad that this wasn't going to happen, and we saw it Saturday. Uh, Georgia is going to be number one. You don't know. We still <laughs> got next weekend. You never know. They're still next weekend, but I don't see it happen. I think Georgia is going to wallop LSU next weekend. Uh, number two is going to be Michigan, though I'm interested to see if the committee bumps Michigan up to number one, just depending on how emphatic that win was over Ohio State. I know that the playoff committee loved Ohio State. To begin with, uh, so we'll see. Uh, number three, I'm going to go with uh, USC. I think they'll they'll beat Utah. As you could probably tell, I have TCU already losing to Kansas State, and then Ohio State's going to backdoor their way into the four spot, and and we could see a potential uh, Ohio State Michigan national title if they uh, both uh, went out. Okay, okay, Butch. Uh, I'm going to do exactly what I said I wasn't going to do. Um, so. <laughs> That's oh, you're going to backdoor both of those? No teams, upsets? Right? No upsets? That's, no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> so at number one, I, like Tyler mentioned, I think it is enough for the committee to put Michigan at one. Uh, so I'm going to put Michigan at one. So right. uh, I think I can see the number one spot over only because they blew the doors off of them in the second half. Uh, I'll put Georgia at two. Um, I don't think they're going to have any problem making it there. Sorry, Chad. Hate hey, that. this is good. Sorry, all three so, of you. This I'm is sorry. what LSU is all going to hear that they don't have a yep. chance. Same thing, <clears throat> Texas A&M heard. So, so. Uh, I'll have Georgia at two. At three, I'll put TCU for now. I think they'll probably stay right there. There's no opportunity for them to move up, even if they do blow out K State. Uh, they're going to stay right there. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it'll probably be a really close game as it was before. Uh, and at four, yeah, I'm going to backdoor Ohio State back in because I think Utah will probably uh, take care of business against USC once again. I, I just feel like there's going to be a big discrepancy if we have to dip in the six and seven to figure out who's going to make the college football playoff. And I don't think it's going to make it that far. And I hope it doesn't make it that far because it's just going to be in a massive disaster that people are going to talk about for the next year. <laughs> and all offseason, all of our shows yep. will be talking about it forever so uh yeah that's my top four i just feel like it sets up good because you have the michigan ohio state rematch and then you've got georgia playing against a pesky tcu team so i, I think uh i don't think so what i said that'd make for some good tv no tell yeah. what'd you say i don't think they would put the rematch of michigan and ohio state in the first round I don't think they would ever give the. I don't think they would ever give the opportunity. They would never give the opportunity for them to play against each other for the national championship, knowing that Georgia was the number one team in the country all year long. Yeah, there's no way that's going to happen. Yeah, I think this year you got to look at it objectively, not put it, not worry about rivalries. I mean, just put, got to put number one versus number four. Yeah. So here's what I've got, and y'all are gonna hate it. But since I took LSU as my upset pick, I gotta gotta see it through. I've got Michigan one, <laughs> TCU two. If Georgia's on this four, USC three, same problem. Georgia four. I think the way Caleb Williams is playing right now, 
USC gets it done over Utah. Um, and I think if since I picked LSU as the upset pick, I gotta go with it. LSU beats Georgia. I think it drops them from one to four and just shifts everybody up. That's well, and I think the they still make it what is Michigan. Is <laughs> yeah, because now they're playing Georgia. It'd be a rematch like last year. You got TCU versus USC, which and that should and, probably be your national championship matchup. <laughs> yeah. So I think TCU USC probably pair up the best. And Michigan and Georgia probably pair up the best right now. And then I could see Georgia, USC in the national championship. I really hope we just get four different teams that, like, you know, we get a USC and TCU and none of these. I will say I like it this year because it's completely different. You've got Michigan, TCU, and USC, which, I mean, you got Georgia still up there, which has been there the past few years. But when's the last time you've had a Big 12 and a Pac-12 They'll be annoying next year. It will, yeah, next year it's going to take us an hour and a half just to do our college football playoff picks. We're going to have to, we're gonna have well, to pick No, it'll be easy because the, you plug in the conference champions. Those are the first, uh, you know, five seeds. Your, your at-large seeds next. Yeah. Uh, real Last college football topic I want to hit. Heisman favorites. No, no discussion on it. Is it Caleb Williams? Yep. Put your money on it. Yeah, I think at this point it's got to be. Like, there's really no one behind him. Everybody got hurt. lost, like, three games worth of stats. So Yeah. So. If Blake Quorum doesn't get hurt, I think he's the consensus number one. But I, I think, uh, yeah, I think it's easily. Well, congratulations, Mr. Caleb Williams. You transferred from Oklahoma to USC, the University of Stu- of School – what did I call it, Tyler? School <laughs> changing. Know. Switching conferences. University of switching colleges. Is what I, what oh, yeah, I call that's it. right. Uh, and he got it done, so – Yay. Congratulations, Caleb Williams. Um, all right. Trader. Little, yeah, I won't touch <laughs> on that one. A uh, few little snippets around the sports world. Uh, you know, golf season's pretty much at a lull. But Tiger Woods, Charlie Woods, teeing it up next week uh, in the PNC Championship. That's always fun to watch. You got John Daly and his son, Tiger Woods, uh, and Charlie Woods, and then all the other duos that I don't know because I really only watch Tiger and Charlie. Um, Tiger's actually playing three weeks in December. So if you, you know, golf's not really doing anything right now, but you got PNC Championship, the Hero World Challenge that he hosts. And then you got the match. Um, it's Tiger and who's playing with Tiger? Fudge, you should know this. Uh, I don't golf know. trivia. It's, Come on. It's now. JT and Spieth first Tiger and somebody Blake. help me out. <laughs> somebody Rory? help me out. Rory. It's Tiger and Rory versus JT and Spieth. JT think, and right. Spieth all the way. Yeah, I mean they just got. They're they gonna got the, yeah, yeah, but it, it's but hard it's not hard to go with to go. you know the yeah. greatest golf player of all time. So, uh, and also they had the pip come out. I don't know y'all don't pay much attention to PGA Tour, but basically the player impact program. Tyler Tiger cashed a cool fifteen million. I wish I cashed Tyler. Tyler goes. I was getting a, a cool fifteen dollar. <laughs> yeah, fifteen dollar. Uh, as always, I have my TMZ Sports segment of the week, and we have a sponsor for this one this week. We uh, picked up a new sponsor. Uh, we got Piper Golf Balls. They graciously sent me some golf balls. I'm, I didn't get them in time for before Thanksgiving to try them out, uh, but I got a four, uh, you know, a dozen, so I'll save three of them for y'all. Uh, we'll give them a shot, see how they are. I've, I've seen very good 
reviews of these on social media. Um, if you head on over to piper.golf slash sports channel 10, or just go to pipergolf.com, uh, you can use our promo code sports channel 10, get 10% off your order. They advertise as tour quality balls for not a tour price. So I'll let you know when I play, uh, probably this weekend, honestly, maybe next week. I am playing next weekend in the tournament, but if I play this weekend, I'll try them out and let y'all know how, what I think. But TMZ sports segment, Tyler found it for me this week. Uh, my boy, Odell Beckham Jr., who is, uh, going to be traveling to New York to meet with the Giants on Thursday and then the Cowboys. Uh, which next week we can just, we can make our pick for which team he goes to. Uh, he he's flying. I'm surprised he wasn't flying private. Flying fly first class uh, was kicked off the plane today, and the flight crew said that OBJ was in and out of consciousness and wouldn't put on his seatbelt, and the flight got delayed with Odell refusing to leave. Everyone had to leave the plane, and then they escorted Odell Beckham off the plane. And I wouldn't sign him. You can't sign him. Are you sure that any teams will want to sign well, him after that debacle? Somebody that was on Antonio the plane. Antonio Brown Jr.? Well, here's, here, here's the thing. Somebody that was on the plane said, this didn't happen. They did. He was not in and out of consciousness. Yes, he he was asked to leave the plane, but he wasn't, like, you know, drunk or anything. Um, this, from the Miami-Dade Police Department, they were dispatched to a medical emergency. On a, He's flying American Airlines. Come on, Odell. <laughs> Oh, let's go with Delta, man. Yeah, like get a private. Hey, plane. hey, I flew American this week, so chill out. <laughs> Look, yeah, but you're not Odell, man. At least go with Delta. <laughs> well, obviously, the rumor. Did you is get kicked that... off your flight? No, I almost kicked myself off the flight. <laughs> well, that's why you don't fly American Airlines. Did your bags get to where you were going? So, uh, but the rumor is that the the flight attendant was worried that Mr. Beckham was seriously ill. And that his condition would worsen throughout the five-hour flight, so they called for the police and fire rescue to escort him off the plane. <laughs> People are saying all he did was pop a few sleeping pills because he couldn't sleep, and that's why he couldn't wake up. So, there's your TMZ segment of the week. Uh, we just had we had Tyler's mom pop in Fabulous Four. Yep, we were the trio. Now we're back to our Fabulous Four, our scramble. <laughs> That we always got. And we had Neil in the chat the majority of the time. So shout out NASCAR Neil. Uh, but we'll talk about it next week where we think Odell's going to land and if he can help the Cowboys make it to the Super Bowl because that's where I think he's going to land. Uh, one last thing. We mentioned the World Cup. Everybody tune in on Tuesday. So Team USA takes over Iran. Uh, okay, maybe I shouldn't have worn it. Yeah, let me rephrase that one. <laughs> That's a take down Iran. You also and missed they, my my joke early on when I said it should be pretty easy. I mean, it was sarcastic. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, another old soccer talk. Manchester United owners trying to sell the team for seven point two five billion. To put that in perspective, the Broncos sold for five point four billion last year. Well, that was a so, bad purchase. Yeah, so but Walmart. seven point two five billion for a soccer team. That's soccer move them. To Jacksonville and then have it like the NFL or the Premier League where they got to come play their games over here. Yeah. I don't see them lining up to go play in Kansas City like we do. Like we send our teams over. Yeah. Hey, why why isn't Manchester United, you know, and uh, Liverpool, you know, traveling to Houston to play? I mean, they've got a nice soccer stadium right there in downtown. We do. 
We do. I don't know. Come on, man. You. I mean, yeah, you don't even have to convert a stadium like they do in the in Europe. Yeah. So here's a storage unit. <laughs> yeah, like the like <laughs> guitar over there. Uh, we'll have to have Cameron on once the group stage is in, and we can talk a little bit about the uh, the knockout stuff. Uh, anything? Anything we missed? We kept it a little shorter. It's not two hours tonight. <laughs> We're at an hour and twenty two. That is so. good. So, anybody else got any closing topics before I hit the outro music? Nope. Let's just create more chaos. Yeah, college football, man. It's never ceases to surprise us. So, well, we appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, We are Sports Scramble live every Sunday night. Tomorrow afternoon, you can tune into College Football Coast to Coast. And Tuesday night, SEC Talk. They're going to have, well, what you got? Not tomorrow, Fudge? Are we changing it up again? No, uh, we're on for tomorrow. It's going to be interesting, though, to talk about what's going to happen. (laughs) Oh, we're not tomorrow. Nope, not tomorrow. The Pals play Thunder at home. Oh, okay. Uh, Well, I guess it'll be another Tuesday doubleheader. College Football Coast to Coast and SEC Talk. And there's some rumors that Wade and I are going on a show on Thursday night. Uh, So we'll see if that happens. It's to talk about LSU versus Georgia. I don't know if I want to do it anymore. Oh, man, I don't want to go anymore. <laughs> no, we got we gotta go. We'll go with Joe some support. Uh, we're gonna get so. roasted. You can't talk it is about what it, it is, man. It, it is what it is. So uh but it's the uh I would pull up the show name so I'll get it right. The Morgan Man. Uh shout out him. He reached out to us, wanted us to come on and talk some LSU yeah. Georgia. Mr. Morgan, so, I'm excited to be on the show. show. I'm just uh, disappointed in my tigers. Well. <laughs> Yeah, Tyler, uh, whose show did you hop on last week? Uh, the Captain Lou Extravaganza. Definitely go check him out. He's a big Michigan fan, so he's definitely wow, – uh, Good week for him. Yeah, good yeah. week for him as well. I mean, we both picked Ohio State. We were wrong. So, yeah, here's well, what it is. It, it, yep, it is what it is. You are right. So, we appreciate everybody tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please uh, go leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps get it on that suggested list so we can get out there to more people. So – uh Thanks again. I'm about to hit the outro music. We hope everybody has a great week. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.